Denebacast is back, and thanks to all your support on the first episode, we're here with our first ever special guests. This episode is Season 3, Episode 2. I'm Brendan Weissel. I'm Justin Levy. And I'm Aiden Geeser, and we're here with our two friends, uh, our beloved track captain, Daniel Glickman, and our other friend, Toma. Shalom. Hi. And this is Denebacast. The Revival. All right, let's get into it. Uh, so like I said, appreciate all the support. Um, so this is a, a South and, and student podcast. So one thing I want to talk about uh, is end of term three. Uh, I personally feel like the workload has gone from zero to 100. Um, but that's just me. What do, you, what do you seniors feel has gone on uh, in the workload in the past couple weeks? Um, well, I mean, it's, uh, I think it's definitely kind of easing up a little bit. I know I'm just trying to find ways, and I have been this whole pandemic, trying to find ways to like stay... Uh, you know, stay occupied outside of schoolwork. So I'm definitely, you know, listening to some good podcasts, you know, Denebicast, for instance, um, listening to a lot of good music. I get my peaches out in Georgia, whatever. Um, but I think, I think at least for the seniors, um, there's a lot less, you know, summative assignments. You're just kind of getting work to do and it's, it's, you're getting knowledge, but, um, it's not as intense as it would be a month ago or two months ago. Yeah, I agree. I think the workload for me has probably stayed the same. It's just the motivation is definitely slowly creeping away. Um, hopefully, I only have one or two big assignments left before I can put a close to my high school career. But um, I'm excited for the start of term four, especially since we get to leave a little bit before you guys. How's the workload for you? Personally, it's been kind of brutal these last few weeks. I'm, I'm a big procrastinator, and with the, a lot of my teachers have been super lenient about handing things, things in late, so unfortunately, I've kind of pushed a lot of the things to the end of the term to finish up. So as much as I want to say the schoolwork went from zero to 100, which it kind of has, I also kind of feel like it's kind of me. Like I'll take, I'll take some blame for that, me not staying on top of things. I know for those of us who are, have, like, AP exams coming up, I know there's, like, tough deadlines for those, and, I, and like, uh, as well as ACT stuff and SAT stuff, so many of us juniors are, we've got to kind of keep grinding for those. And so that hasn't been too enjoyable, but I'm just looking forward to the days that it's over and trying to live in the moment too, I guess. Snaps to that, Aiden. Yeah, definitely feel the stresses of ACTs and SATs. I'm taking that the SATs in a few weeks so got to keep prepping for those also on top of the term ending soon there have been some teachers who have just been lacking in getting their assignments graded but um I get it. it's hybrid it's still difficult so you know I guess we'll give them a pass there <coughs> shout out Miss B um on top of that um you said Aiden just mentioned teachers being more lenient and there being a more emphasis on mental health that kind of plays and goes along with the start time Brendan I know you're a you, Got a lot of words on that. Yeah, so. as, a, as a passionate uh, school committee student representative of myself, I want to hear the, the seniors' take uh, on the new proposed start time. Obviously, you guys won't be here, um, but what do you, what, how, how, how have you uh, enjoyed this year's start time versus uh, your first three years at South? Let me tell you something. So I actually wrote my, um, I actually wrote my sophomore speech about like moving the start times. Like two years ago, there was a big fuss about um, moving the start times back. So students who get more sleep um and i think that is a load of poppycock um sorry for the language but 
<laughs> it's a British term. It's a British term. Oh, I think that's nonsense because what I've noticed this year is that students are just staying up later and then they're waking up later. So it's, it's not that the cycles uh, haven't shifted. They have. Uh, and, and students are still just kind of uh, waking up when they will, when, only right before when they need to. Um, so I don't think it's, it's any better than before. Uh, for me, I definitely think that there's pros and cons to both. I think it depends person to person. Uh, for me, I really do like getting up early and getting my day started earlier and then having more time in the evening. Um, and as someone who has after school activities, usually around like five, this ending at four, like around four on some days is, isn't really that helpful or productive for me. So if I was to stay at South another year, I would have preferred moving back if we went back to normal school. But I mean, it's really varies person to person, which is why I think there's so much um, conversation about it. Knuckles. Yeah, that's one thing uh, I noticed as well. Uh, some of the like school committee uh, student representatives put out a, a survey and uh, a lot of the data was either on one side or the other side. Um, so I found that, thanks Click. Uh, a lot of the data was either, uh, a lot of people really enjoyed it or really hated it. Um, so I think it'll be interesting, uh, but for now it does seem like uh, the start time is gonna stay around nine o'clock. Um, anybody else have a take on that? Yeah, for better or for worse, like Lickman said, I think it really um, dwells on the individual to take the initiative and get to bed sooner. Um, I remember back my sophomore year, there were some kids, shout out Ryan Lee, but they were getting to sleep, getting nine, ten hours of sleep every single night, which I mean, power to them. But I know for a fact that I was not getting that much sleep then. I've and never even, done that. <laughs> right. And, and, and it's difficult to take the initiative. So, you know, you really got to take the first steps. And um, what are your thoughts, Aiden? I mean, I think self-discipline is a killer. And... I'm not the best at that. I think running track along with you guys has helped me with that, going from kind of lazy kid to trying to work hard. And that, that kind of worked into my schoolwork and like getting my work done too. But definitely the start time, I, I've i definitely benefited from the late sleep-ins and the extra sleep because I'm, I'm going to bed at a similar time. Yeah, sorry about that. You got it, that. you got it. I know. But, shout um, out Ryan Lee. <laughs> no, not shout out Ryan Lee. Shout out um, Miss B. Shout out to someone who stayed. Shout out Ben Geeser for someone who taught me how Whoa. to procrastinate. But oh, um, that snaps. <laughs> yeah, that snaps to that. Seriously, but yeah. <laughs> but also, I heard in the theme of like the school, what the school's doing next year. I heard we're also going back to the old grading system. Is that true, Brendan? We are going back to the old grading system. Um, so you know, you got your A's, got your B's, got your pluses, and got your minuses. Um, there's a lot of different takes on that. I know I was working with some people uh, to try to, you know, move forward on that. Um, but I think for next year, um, kind of getting back to what we used to, um, it'll be okay. And I think um, for people who are, you know, freshmen and sophomore listening to this, uh, by the time you're seniors, you may see a very different grading system. Um, but who really knows, you know, uh, we thought we were going to have a new schedule last year and then the pandemic came. So with, with a lot of this school committee stuff, you never really know what's going on. That's how I feel about it. Ah, let's talk about college. Um, so awesome. That was such an awesome transition. We didn't have a good transition. Um, <laughs> it was good. Segways are hard. I just want to shout out. I just want to shout out quickly. I just want... Can you let me finish? <laughs> <laughs> Keep this in, Justin. This is all going in, of course. Let me finish. You want to try to get a segue? <laughs> let me finish. Shout out Jaden Friedman. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out Jaden Friedman. Maybe. Um, yeah. College. You guys are both in the college. I'd like to congratulate you guys Thank for that. You. Not Thank easy. Um, 
so congratulations. Um, how has the college process been for you guys this year? Um, and what do you think it would have been like um, if there hadn't been a pandemic? Um, well, I definitely had a little bit of a less traditional college application experience. Mine was most because for me, it was mostly the kind of recruitment process since I am going to be playing sports in college. Fencing. Um, Do you want fencing? Yeah. Um, for those that don't know, I'm going to the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill for fencing. Wow. Um, Not easy from Newton Seth, especially, so very impressive. Yeah. Well, we actually have some fencers in our grade. Shout out Anat Katz. Shout out Hagen Zhang. Uh, they're great too. I dabble. I dabble. <laughs> no, you don't. Um, basically, uh, for me, the college process started probably halfway through my junior year where I had to start making that list and thinking about what I really wanted to do and where I wanted to go. And on top of researching colleges, I also had to research fencing programs, which is a little bit different from other people. And then my process was... It was still similar because I still wanted to apply to other schools just to see, um, just in case fencing didn't work out, what else I would have to do or what my other options were. Um, but, yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah, mine was super different. Uh, I mean, I'm obviously not a college athlete. I would say I'm a great athlete, probably one of the best ever. But, um, yeah, I don't think colleges wanted to recognize that. So, um, maybe, I, maybe you can walk out with some, uh, some hurdles. Can you quit the jokes? Like this is all right. So I'm uh, no, I, I I think I had a pretty traditional college, ex, uh, you know, application experience. I was just writing. I wrote. I was way ahead of schedule. Like I did it, most of my stuff in the summer, and so I had a lot of time to just relax. But to all the juniors out there who are like starting to stress about it, one I would say it's a load of poppycock. Um, Whoa! And, that. and sorry. And two, sorry. Two, I would say, if you can get your stuff done early, like, you'll be fine. So don't worry about college. It doesn't matter where you go as long as you just do what you want to do. Yeah. I mean, I, you guys both obviously got into really prestigious, good colleges. Looking back on all the work that you had to put in and everything throughout all these years and all the accolades and everything, do you guys think it was all worth it? Um, well, I don't, I, I don't think it, it was leading up to this moment, really. Like, uh, I think there'll be a... A moment later on, uh, like shout out Mr. W. Uh, we had a nice, you know, long talk uh, on Thursday, just walking around talking about college. And uh, the moment isn't right once you get into college or your first day of college. Like, there's a lot more. College isn't real life. Let me just say that. Like, it's not. That's not how the real world operates. It's not this competitive mess where you're trying to outsmart people. Uh, with your, you know, interesting verbiage. It's, it's about finding things for yourself. So uh, I think it was worth it, but it's, there's more to do. Yeah, I agree. I think college is really going to be what you make it. And if you go into it with a positive mindset and just think about how this is going to be a chapter in your life, uh, whether that be good or bad, it's definitely going to have an impact. And I think for me, I do think it was worth it. I had to, I did have to like sacrifice some social aspects through my high school career just because I was trying to balance school and fencing and all of that. But I think in the end, um, I'm really happy with where I'm going. And like, I am really excited to like keep fencing. Thank you. Those were some really good answers. I got you. For sure. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, like Daniel said to you, 
Gotta make sure to stop and smell the roses. You just said you had a great conversation with Mr. Weintraub, correct? Mr. W, yeah. Mr. W, Mr. W. Uh, shout out Mr. W, but I mean, yeah, you, <laughs> you really gotta make sure to, you know, value those connections that you build throughout high school because those, will last a, those can potentially last a lifetime. How are you guys doing on this stuff? Thinking about it yet? Uh, I've been thinking about it a little bit. One thing I was actually wondering uh, about your guys' opinions on it is standardized testing. I know a lot of colleges are moving away from the standardized testing. Um, I just checked a couple days ago. Every college I'm planning on applying to, or every college I'm looking at, uh, is test optional. So what are, your, what are your opinions and thoughts on these standardized tests? Um, I think neither of us actually submitted a test yeah. score. Yeah, it's a load of poppycock. Um, <laughs> Again. Um, <laughs> it's a load of poppycock. But I think... You have to check like, after this if it's allowed, if I'm allowed to say I have my... <laughs> I have my personal opinions on standardized testing. I don't, I think it's a really stupid concept. And I think it's really just a way to number students and to like, I don't know. I don't think it's good. And I think its roots are really, it's just not good. And I think that colleges being so heavy on testing in the past has really hurt some kids or helped some kids. And I think it it's one of those things that is really individual, but I am a big fan of standardized testing, but I think what I've heard a lot from people probably higher up in like the college process is that you should do what most people at your school are doing because although you are competing with everybody else in the country, you're mostly competing with the same people at your school, unfortunately. So if a lot of people from your school do end up taking ACT, SAT, you should probably end up taking it. But if not, then I would not worry about it. Yeah. I No, I just think its roots are pretty discriminatory. Like um, people who are at South or are definitely maybe have a lot more resources than people in like the middle of North Dakota. Um, so it's, you know, it, I don't think it necessarily gauges intellect. It kind of gauges how well you can prepare for a test. Um, but if you do well on it, that's good because colleges, sometimes the sad thing is that's what it comes down to. Like if, if two people are so similar and then one person has a uh, one test score and the other person has a slightly, you know, worse in quotations test score. It's, it might go one way or the other. So, you know, that's just how it is. Don't rebuttal. It's well nonsense. Said. Well said. I, I agree. It's nonsense. Um, anything else on standardized tests? Uh, yeah, I mean, I took the ACTs a few, few months ago. Did not do too well. What were your, you had, you took the SATs, right, Brent? I don't know if you're comfortable sharing your thoughts on the I, I, I've shared my thoughts with you. Um, I, I really, I agree with, uh, with what everybody said. I really don't like them. Uh, I, I'd rather do other things with my time that I, um, you know, enjoy more. Um, studying for, you know, my personal classes that I like better or like this summer. Um, just a little plug, like making a podcast with Justin about the history of Newton. Like I'd rather things I'm really passionate in versus studying for a test where I go sit in a you know, in a room for four hours and, and see how well I can pencil in, uh, you know, circles, right? I'd, I'd rather spend time doing stuff I'm passionate in, and if colleges don't see that, you know, that's fine. I'd, I'd rather spend time doing stuff that I enjoy. Is that the test, just penciling in circles? Yeah. yeah it's, what, it's, what it, it's what it comes down to, actually. That's pretty... I, can, I feel like I'd, I wouldn't do bad at that, actually. Well, <laughs> not quite like that. You said you took them, didn't you? No, I didn't, actually. You didn't take them at all? I took the... I took a practice ACT, so you know and I said, like. I said, Mom, never again. And she said, I love you, Daniel. I don't think she said that. Oh, wow. wow. Maybe we'll have to get Mama Glick on the pod. We'll have to... <laughs> Lauren, she's great. No, she... She is great. I would concur. She's more of a Mark Marin lady.
and an Aiden geezer. Anyway, Whoa. I don't know what that means. What? Yeah, right. Don't put me on the podcast again. <laughs> yeah. That's enough standardized tests. Yeah? I don't want that. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Uh, if you want to participate in competitive sports in college, especially if you're a junior, you're going to want to listen to this next segment. Now the NCAA has yet again extended the dead period through May 31st. Now, Aiden, you asked what the dead period is. It's a great question. The dead period means no in-person visits, trainings, or scoutings directly from any NCAA coaches or or athletes until the end of May. Now, due to COVID, this period has been already been pushed back several and numerous occasions. However, the council added that they will provide an update on the dead period and in-person visits by April 15th. Tommy, did you experience any of this stuff getting recruited uh, for fencing? Um, no, I actually never got to do a formal visit because of COVID. So mm-hmm. a lot of my talks with my future coaches were over Zoom, um, which mostly took place over the summer, um, which is actually part of the reason why I wasn't certain if I was going to end up fencing in college, because I thought that because of the pandemic, everything got pushed back. A lot of funding was cut um, from a lot of sports, not just fencing for like one really big thing in the fencing community is Stanford is actually cutting their fencing program. So there's a lot of talk to try to save that because it is such a huge school. And literally just last year, um, three people that I know are went there, but now if they do cut the program, they're done, which is really sad. And Brown also cut a lot of fencing programs, unfortunately. So I think, for me, I can't really speak on it, but I do understand why it would be so difficult, especially with the pandemic. Like, it is one of those things once people are getting vaccinated and things are looking better, it should be possible, but um, if it's a safety precaution, it's a safety precaution, but it also does make it harder for student athletes. Are you guys doing any of that? I mean, I can't speak on it at all. Like, Yeah, I've been <clears throat> trying to get... Th- get through the questionnaire process, um, filling out those, emailing coaches, just trying to get in contact with as many coaches as I can, which is, albeit been difficult due to COVID and obviously the dead period being extended so many times, which is slow down the process. But I mean, just gotta put the work in and I think you get in what you get out. If you put a fair amount of time in, eventually uh, I hope they'll get back to you, or at least I hope. I guess we'll have to see though. I mean, I am a junior. I wish you the best of luck with your, uh, your college uh, athletic endeavors. Appreciate that. Justin, I, you're, you're one of the best athletes I know and obviously one of the fastest kids in the state. A lot of, the, a lot of the, my friends who are good athletes, I kind of know them as athletes and as solely athletes. You I see as someone with a lot more to you with like your music endeavors, your photography, obviously being a very good student. Have you been, has it been really hard to manage? Like, like what do you put first, if that makes sense? That's a great question, Brendan. And I mean, Aiden, sorry. And I, I ask myself this question every day. Like, if I were, if I, Brendan's even asked me this question. Yeah, if I had to pick one, what would I do? And at the end of the day, I mean, it depends and it varies from day to day. Some days I'm filming the music, some days I'm filming the YouTube. And some days, I mean, I put, I run, I try to run every day. And I mean, really, it, it depends, you know, and whatever day I'm feeling like doing, I'm going to go out, I'm going to do it. And that's, that's something that I, I personally love about myself to set my mind. So I'm going to put forth my best foot, put my best foot forward to achieve that. So, yeah, I appreciate, appreciate you bringing that up and noting that. Right, of course. 
It's an admirable thing. Miles Blue, by the way. Go check it out. Very good. Shout out Miles. He's going to cut that out. <laughs> Definitely going <laughs> to. No, I'm kidding. kidding. I tried to get Miles Blue in the last time, and he cut it out. Oh, well. Also, Miles of Blue Water. <laughs> oh, he didn't die, but... That was nuts. Anyways, speaking of music and the performing arts, and also things being cut last year, what? Tertulia. Oh my god. I mean, Daniel, we gotta touch on it. All right, I'll touch it. Don't worry. I'm uh, I'm a pretty touchy (laughs) guy, so I will. (laughs) Listen, let me get into it. So I was on the Tertulia Club last year. By the way, for the freshmen and sophomores that do not know, Tertulia is our yearly talent show that we host usually in late April early March. This year, we're going to be hosting it on June Tuesday during FG Community and Flex Blocks uh, outside of the library. Uh, You know, we will have a lot more information on that in the coming weeks. But, uh, you know, please send in your uh, your tapes. Uh, If you want to be an MC, you can sign up for that, too. But it's it's an awesome opportunity, everybody. Anyway, uh, Tertulia is like the greatest thing ever. I I've always looked up to the people that perform. I want to get my performance in this year, and I'm really happy. Me and Justin are both on the uh, the club for people that are trying to organize it. I'm really happy that we're getting something going because hopefully it's going to be like the rebirth of South, getting back into the swing of things. And I think people that show up um, are going to recognize like this is a really vibrant community that we've been missing out on a lot this year. And hopefully... Um, People are just going to kind of carry the momentum of Tertulia into next year, into the summer, and, uh, yeah, further their uh, artistic endeavors. Yeah, well said, Daniel. I mean, if you want to find out any more information, uh, as of right now, there is the official Tertulia Instagram account that just got launched, instagram.com slash nshstertulia. Um, yeah, so make sure to go follow that. Uh, all updates and information, any information needed, will be posted on there and will be in the link in bio. So make sure to check it out. Awesome. All right, let's get back to the show here. Uh, Aiden Geezer. I'd like to... Congratulations, sir. Uh, Woo! Shout out Jaden Friedman. Aiden Geezer won a huge sum of money. I think he's getting a new car. <laughs> Going to get that, that old Acura out of, the, out of the garage and, you know... What would you get? What rolling get? a Maserati, maybe. What are, what are you thinking? Uh, Maybe, like, one of those, like... Are they one of those vintage BMWs? Like, you know that... And you guys know the... What's that Frank Ocean album, Nostalgia Ultra, with the with the orange the orange BMW on the? Or is it, yeah, do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I, I do. I don't I don't. Uh, nostalgia. We might need a fact check. Whatever, on what whatever, whatever. Um, yeah. But, but, anyways, I'd probably get a vintage. So I'd probably get some type of vintage BMW. But uh, what I was referencing is he won the March Madness uh, March Madness bracket. Forty kids. Uh, we don't need to talk about who got fortieth place. But I heard they're who a pretty it? cool guy. Who it was, was it? me. Really? I had the worst. I, you know, it's embarrassing. I watch a lot of. So I watch sad. a lot of sports. Sometimes you watch football. My fantasy basketball and hockey going all right. You know, I'm like, I'll make this bracket. I got last place. You know, it's it's depressing, and I'm gonna make a comeback next year. Uh, anybody else make brackets? Brendan, it's it's interesting too because I've always considered you a math guy, and I know there's a lot of math Huge going math into guy. the brackets. Huge math. So, what what was your approach? Was it just kind My of mindless? so so here was the here was the issue. I didn't watch much college basketball this year. I made it the first night, which is something you never want to do. Uh, and you know, I, here I'll, I'll tell you my big I'll tell you my big mistake. My big mistake was I, I usually put a lot of stock in the ACC and Big Ten as Duke is in there, uh, UNC. Shout out Toma. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. What's the joke? Mer- <laughs> 
<laughs> Maryland's in the Big Ten. I usually put a lot of stock in those conferences. You know, I had Virginia and Florida State in my Final Four just because I, I usually, you know, consider them a pretty good conference. Uh, that was very, that was a horrible idea. Uh, so next year, you know, maybe you got some money on the line. You know, Aiden, I'd ask Aiden for some tips on the racket. If you want to finish, maybe there's a prize for last place. Maybe I think I need a tennis racket. I want to try something else out. Um, come to me. I mean, I commend you. It's, it's pretty much just as hard to finish in last as it is to finish it in is. first. It is. I actually, <laughs> I, I, I shouldn't even say this, but uh, every year I flip a coin to see, you know, just for fun. And that bracket only got like 30 less points than me. So, uh, yeah, that's, I shouldn't have said that. That's horribly embarrassing. Um, that might be enough March Madness for my entire life. I don't know. The, the basketball is fun to watch. This is probably, I mean, this is the point in the movie where you're at your, your low. Yeah. And then I, and then I made a second chance bracket with a couple friends, put, put some more, uh, some more money on the line. Got smoked. I mean, it was just all about a whole Like a year. salmon on a bagel. Good one, Dan. And then, uh, I made a woman's bracket. Everybody should make a woman's I made a great woman's bracket. I thought it was a great woman's bracket. I had some, uh, some South alum uh, going pretty far. Uh, shout out Veronica Burton. Uh, Hop on the pod soon. Yeah. Pl- oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> but uh, all, and, then, and then my brother beat me by 20 points in that bracket. I lost a lot of money. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, Brendan, when you're at the bottom, the only place to go is up, you know? So yeah. keep your head up, maybe, Brendan. Maybe I have gotta, faith that next year you'll... You. Your bracket will. Um... I'm pulling for some other fantasy sports right now. Maybe I'll do a fantasy baseball league. Get my morale high. Uh, if anybody does fantasy baseball, you're not coming on the podcast. But... Wow. No, I'm really into cricket. Honestly, Ooh, fantasy, I, I was fantasy watching... fencing. Fan... Well, is that a thing? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Who would be your first pick if you had to? I'm like... not gonna drop names. Oh really? Yeah. You don't want any pro fencers? Well, who won the Who won the Sabre NCAA championship? Carlander. Just well, maybe that's a, it's a good it's a good first round draft for the professional fencing agency. There, <laughs> not really. Um, that's enough. That's enough college sports. Let's talk about some of our own uh, our own South sports. Uh, last last episode, I uh, I talked with the football team a little bit, and I said they lost sixty nothing, and they came back with a win. It was a couple weeks ago, but congrats to them. Um, that was awesome. Yeah. Aiden, what do you what do you have to say about South sports? Um. First and foremost, I just want to say shout out the football team. We we were a little too hard on you guys on the first episode. I really, we were way too hard on you guys. You guys. But it are, made you guys win a game, so maybe. Yeah, we'll... yeah, no. Yeah, but they lost yesterday, didn't they? Ooh. Ooh. They did lose yesterday. That's okay. Oh, it's That's okay. You guys proved you could come back after a loss. It's but, true. But yeah, um, I'm looking forward to to the next sports season. I got lacrosse season coming up. I know you guys all got track season. Is there a not? I guess it's not South Sports, but is there a a season coming up for fencing? Um, I mean, fencing is pretty much year-round. Uh, tournaments are coming up. I'm actually going to one in May and then in June. Um, so that's exciting. Haven't been to a f- haven't seen other people fence outside my club in like oh my like way over a year. So yeah, it's exciting. But I don't I don't think it'll go too well the first time. But you know, it'll just be good to get it back out there. The Nevercast uh, wishes you the best of luck uh, in, that, in those tournaments. Uh, Thank you so much. Such a kind organization. These guys brought us coffee. We have a, a nice couch that I'm lying on currently. This place rocks. Yeah, shout out, shout out the Geezer family and, and their estate here. Uh, it's been awesome. Shout out Neil. Shout out Neil. Glickman, uh, how are you feeling about uh, your final season of athletics at Noon South? I know you're a three-time captain 
um, for the, the running sports at Sarath. How are you how are you feeling going into your final season? Sad um, to say. It's very sad to say. I mean, listen, I'm a, I was not a runner before high school. Like, if you saw me, you just knew. Um, I just wasn't I wasn't the running type. And um, I think it's just a beautiful thing that that the track team it it shaped me. If you really uh, if you really just try something and give your give yourself to the process, I, I learned to love it. And I think it's like the most beautiful story. Um, and I'm so grateful to be on the team three seasons. I'm very excited for outdoors. It's going to be fun. going to feel the nice weather that I'm lying down in right now. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm going to get some 400 hurdles, maybe a 4x4 four four with Justin. Um, maybe me. I might even run a mile. Oh, we'll love, see. I'm, a, see I'm kind of a line. pentathlon fellow, so. Fun fact about Daniel Glickman, JVDCL mile winner. My, listen, I think I have the JVDCL mile world record. He might have the JVDCL mile. 523 freshman sure that, year. 523. I was a sprinter. That's close to my PR for, you know, a regular mile. I did, that, I did that in eighth grade. I've since redeemed myself in other events, such as jumping high and running 400 meters. Jumping but uh, with the baton. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, wow. Daniel, I remember uh, you say you weren't a runner before high school. I remember being pretty scared of you on the lacrosse field. Oh, really? You were, you were a beast. Um, I was an animal. Yeah, you want to was... talk about what led to you stepping off the lacrosse field and onto the track? Well, I was a real Tomo Kobazeva on the lacrosse field. Um, I was just, shout out Toma. I was, um, I was just an animal. I was, I was awesome. Uh, you know, I would scoop the ball up. I would run it down the field. I would pass it. Sometimes I would score it. Those are the tenets of lacrosse, if you guys didn't know. Um, but I just didn't I, – I think track, for me, what, what drew me to track over lacrosse is the bond uh, between the guys in the team. You know, it's just like – it's just so much more inviting. Uh, where the lacrosse team, in my experience, was really competitive. Even if I was at the top of my craft, you know, uh, the top 1% in the world, I was just – I always felt like – uh, people were kind of, you know, snickering at my game or like that I wasn't like fit on the team, that there was always this kind of like toxic competition going on. Uh, but the track team, it doesn't matter how fast you run. It matters that you bring the enthusiasm every day. And uh, if you if you do run like, you know, the best 600 in the nation, like look, good for you. But if you don't, that's uh, also good for you. Good for you for coming out here and running every day. Shout out the track team. Shout out, shout out the track team. Yeah, I mean, you know, I my dad's told me this numerous times when I was younger. I didn't really believe him, but if Daniel's story, you know, reaches out to you at all, any, anyone and everyone can and should, you know, should run. Yeah. You know, the track team, the, the bond is just, it goes without saying, it, it's it's really something special. It's a brotherhood. Really Shut is. up Ben Geezer. Said that in one of his captain speeches, and it's always stuck with me. Come in as lions. Oh, boy. We leave as lions. Leave as lions. That was not, that was one of his okay moments. Uh, that was one of the worst <laughs> moments of my life. Um, no, but I, I would just say, just in general, like, exercise, especially during these times, uh, you got to exercise. Just get outside, do a nice little walk, maybe with your dog, maybe with your friends. Um, but exercise is, like, a really good, have you, is that same for you, Toma? Yeah, I love getting out, especially now that the weather's better. 
it's really motivated me personally. I think it is a motivator in my schoolwork because now I want to get stuff done and then just enjoy my time outside. That was our, we just wanted to talk about walking. That was our talking point. Unshadowed of walking club. I'm not sure what's going on there. Uh, you don't need to include that, but uh, yeah, walk club. I got some, some things to say about walking club, but the people in charge of walking club, they're good people. Just they shout, made out, a bet. shout out Yonick Razamat. <laughs> uh, I, on the topic of like clubs and things at South, how about as for things other than sports, what have been the favorite things that you guys have done at South? Uh, for me, my favorite was definitely being an advisory leader for the freshmen. Highly recommend it. It's a great way to, um, as someone who came into freshman year very, um, probably, uh, I don't know how to say this nicely. Like, I was very uncertain in my identity and, like, I was very scared of the idea of high school. And having my advisory leaders there was really helpful. So it was definitely the fav- my favorite thing that I've done at South so far. Mm. I mean, I, I didn't take that opportunity, and I think maybe... I probably should have. I really liked my advisory leader. Shout out Eli Ramos. Oh. Um, former outdoor track captain as well. What a guy. Uh, but I think for me, it's got to be NMC. Shout out NMC. If you are not taking NMC and you are in sophomore or freshman year, you have got to get on the train. It is the best class at South, best class in all of education. It is the confluence of traditional history and English and, and media, which is a newspaper, it's podcasting, it's movies, it's whatever. And you're looking at these humanities critically uh, through the way that we express our thoughts. And it's, it's just a beautiful class. You get to do things like podcasting and make documentaries. So take it. Uh, so that's my favorite class. I loved it. You guys take it. And I'm happy that you do it. I've always loved the way you describe it. Uh, I've never been able to replicate it myself, but... Uh, and you'll never get there. I'm gonna... Because <laughs> you're a sad, sad man. Oh my God. I'm going to have to, you know, copy and paste this out of the podcast so I can just, just keep listening to it. Uh, it's a Which great... part, the sad, sad man or the NMC? This is a pro NMC All podcast. of it. Listen before every meet driving factor. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Homer Sakuma. I said I was going to run a 60 in the 400. Boy, was he wrong. Shout out Liam Sakakini. 520... 514? Yeah. Oh, you... That is... Wow. Yeah. He shattered my PR. Good for... Wow. Shout out freshman. Shout out... This is a really track team podcast. I yeah. hope people don't mind. But it's okay. We're all on the track. All five of us. All five of us. As an honorary Yeah. Honorary what do you captain. run again? Um, Correct answer is fast. Yeah. <laughs> you, track. You, you, need those, you need those agile skills, I think, in fencing. I've never done it myself. Uh, but I assume, I assume agility would be helpful. Yeah, it's like human chess. That's how Whoa. I like to describe it. Human chess. Yeah. Is that like when people... Um... No, it's not like Harry Potter. Got it. Shout out to Britain. Yeah, I was gonna say, don't say that. Sorry, man. I'm 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 really going hard on you today, but sometimes you need to. Yeah, you called me bad news earlier. It's okay. It's necessary. It's necessary. You know, we all need to be checked sometimes. Um, check me if I listen. If I say poppycock and oh, if I say it too much, you gotta, you gotta keep me humble right like i can't go around saying oh mr D- shout out mr w poppycock you know whatever you do i do shout out mr w though shout out mr w and going along with nmc and some courses you've <laughs> taken throughout um <laughs> throughout your south experience what what are some of the best courses or classes that you've taken that at first you were like i don't know you might have been hesitant to what 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 would you recommend for upcoming juniors sophomores and freshmen some classes 
Well, Tom and I are taking AP U.S. government and politics, right? Yeah, with Miss Chapman. Shout out Miss Chapman. <laughs> and shout out Mr. Grinder. Shout <laughs> out Mr. Grinder. But we don't have him. Miss- but they're both great. Both options are great. Um, I was, I did not think that I would be as engaged in that class as I am. Maybe some people don't think I'm engaged, but I, sometimes, I really do. Listen, sometimes. I really do like that class, and I've learned a lot from it. Yeah, it's really interesting. Sometimes I'm not engaged in it, and Miss Chapman knows. Sometimes I'll be yelling at the back, and she'll be like, Daniel, and I'll be, I'll, I'll apologize. And that's, you know, you have to have those moments, but that's a great class. Shakespeare, film studies. If you like watching movies, which I know you all do, because you're listening to a podcast, is that how it works? Take film studies. We can just go with it. Take film studies. If you like art, if you like painting things, if you like making jewelry, if you like just talking, you're going to love film studies. So take film studies. Um, but science, is there like a good science class? Ever? Take neurobiology. <laughs> it's so good. It's such a great class. Um, I mean, I always thought I was going to, I am majoring in neuroscience, so I guess it's kind of a little biased. So but. Neurobiology, it's a great class. It's really interesting. Um, I think it's a great, like, I'm taking neurobio um, and psych, so it's kind of interesting to see the overlap and maybe have that kind of scientific, like, STEM lens to explain a little bit more of the humanities, taking them together. I recommend it. Yeah. But anything, literally all of the classes are great. Um, Every single class is great. My favorite is lunch. Uh, and if you just yeah. who teaches that um miss c shout out miss c i love miss c um i hope she listens to this you can uh send her a link okay no but all, all the classes are good seriously if you're passionate about it you're gonna make it work um and if you these teachers are the best teachers ever shout out to all the teachers shout out the nta uh do you want to get some questions for you guys go ahead all right so Blakeman knew this question was coming, but how do you do it? I asked you that like 10 times of practice, dude. You're, it's so admirable. I don't know how you do it, man. You're such a fun guy. You crack so many phenomenal jokes, at least in my opinion, maybe everybody's opinion. Um, But you also, you balance uh, fun and seriousness so well. How do you do it? Thanks. (laughs) Um, Well, I mean, I, uh, I think I was just, frankly, I was born with it. No, I, I want to shout out my mother, my Lauren. mom, Lauren. Second shout out for Lauren. Second shout out for Lauren. She is awesome. She is the best mother there is. Uh, and I love her. She, I just feel like she's, uh, she put this into me. You know, she's like me and my dad too. He's like the other side of me. So I think I'm kind of a lawful good if you guys play Dungeons and Dragons. Um, or maybe even a chaotic good. Tell my, don't mm-hmm. hide yourself right now. But, uh, like, I, I think, good neutral, neutral, Aiden is a chaotic evil, Justin (laughs) is a lawful good, and Brendan is, uh, I think you're neutral, I think you're just neutral, I think he's just neutral, but I think my parents, I think my parents honestly represent two sides of the spectrum, like, my dad is a very rational, um, well-meaning person, he just kind of thinks things through and then he does them, and my mom is a very passionate, funny uh person who just loves loves helping other people and so i i got i think i genuinely just got both sides and uh i try and surround myself with great people um and 
yeah, the most that I can do or the best that I can do is just kind of um, make jokes and, uh, you know, tickle fight if, if COVID rules are looser later in the year. Um, <laughs> and foreshadowing. Foreshadowing, yeah. Watch out, guys. Senior prank. Um, <laughs> Only Daniel Glickman, no one else. Yeah, but the way that I do it, frankly, um, it's, uh, it's you guys. I wouldn't be here without you guys. And that's that's not just Toma. That's not this, the Denebicast. That's uh, you know that's Mr. Davison. That's uh, that's Yonick Razamat. That's that's everybody that makes the South community. So thank you guys. All right, I'll go for it. I'll go for it. All right. So you know, last week we talked about a, a pretty famous Instagram account, you know, Billy Eilish's. But uh, we're gonna talk, I want to talk about a similar Instagram account. Um, any guesses of what this account is? Is it 40, my unfiltered 40, account? Yes, Toma unfiltered. Really? <laughs> my favorite account. My favorite account on Instagram. Favorite account on Instagram. Absolutely. Aw, that's weirdo. We got. We got. (laughs) What is your problem? We got forty-two followers, thirty-six following, similar to Billie Eilish. Um, You know. You know. How how do you keep it so casual, fun, fresh on that account? (laughs) That's my bio. I'm looking at it right here. I know exactly the bio. (laughs) You are like Nardwar, but if you were like a psychopath, (laughs) like what is your? Don't come to the Dynamicast. It's a great. It's a great. Come for Justin and Aiden. Leave for Brenda. <laughs> Leave for Brenda. Honestly, I was just bored, and not to say other people have definitely done it before me, but like obviously I didn't come up with the idea. But I've definitely seen a rise in them after I started mine, um, and I think it's it was really just a way for me to just post pictures that I liked and like. On that's how you should be on Instagram, but I think now like as you're growing up, you kind of use your Instagram to network a little bit more, so. Mm-hmm. There, it is, there are some benefits to just having an Instagram account where you just post pictures that you like. I've had some screenshots from some funny breakout rooms, <laughs> some disposable pictures that I've taken recently, um, just pictures that I, I like and enjoy, and maybe even some prints. Recently, I posted some art that I liked. Awesome. I just do whatever feels right. Awesome. Like you said, I think that's how Instagram should be, you know, just get, getting your fun photos out there, so yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, shout out to Unfiltered. Yeah. Uh, Daniel, I got one for you. Obviously, you're an avid street baller. Talk about that pretty frequently. <laughs> um, <laughs> he hasn't mentioned it all podcast, unfortunately. Um, I love balling. So, I, I remember, honestly, in the fresh, I mean, in the junior versus senior game, the, the intensity between Brendan and Daniel. Yeah, yeah. That was a, it's all love. That it's was all a love. hostile environment. Yeah. But so. but anyways, we were wondering who are your favorite people to play with at South, and who who would you want to play with? Oh my God! Yeah, I love you. Um, well, listen, I'm a huge ball head. I love balls, <laughs> balling. Cut this out. <laughs> I love ball. Um, that's like that should be the whole podcast. It's Just, my favorite pastime. Ball. Can you let me finish? Shout out Jackson Slater. Shout out Jackson Slater. I love ball. Um, Mr. Davison once told me a really good story about Brian Scalabrini that Brian Scalabrini was like, and this is, it's, I'll relate it to myself, don't worry. <laughs> you are him, basically, essentially. On the I am Scal. I am the white mamba. So Brian Scalabrini once said, all right, I'm going to go to this gym at like 5 p.m. If you want to show up and think you can beat me in one-on-one, come. And like 100 people showed up. He beat all of them like every, like nobody scored a point on him. And so even if Brian Scalabrini looks like he's not very good because he's in the NBA and he's, like, kind of, you know, he's kind of chubby. He's, like, not the tallest. He's just some guy. 
he's still in the NBA, and you cannot, you just can't underestimate him. So I think what I do is I'm a hustler. I show up, and people don't expect me because I'm wearing corduroys, and I'm wearing a, a shirt that said New Hampshire on my left, you know, on my left side. Um, and, and uh, but I, I show up, and I play, and people don't expect it, and I'm a, I'm a baller. So Jackson Slater, Brett Miller, Brendan Wiesel even, um, Yono Bulis, former Lion, um, and even Hedy Scully. He's, he's working on the fundamentals, and he, we're really getting there, especially for Summer League. So things are looking very promising. <laughs> awesome. I can't wait to see where your basketball I got to get you guys is. out there sometime. We got we to gotta get a real game. Justin and I have been talking about a game since freshman year. Me and Brett Miller versus him and Garrett Jakonski. Put in the comments who you think would win. Just saying. Uh, it's – you don't – Justin it, can dunk. You, Justin you cannot dunk. dunk. I can dunk. Justin, you can dunk if the sun sets in the east. <laughs> it does not. I mean, Daniel, what's funny about that is I can dunk. Silence. Can Silence. Dunk. I hear no – I just – sometimes Toma and I play basketball where I zip up my jacket all the way so I can't see. That can't be fun for anybody. It's really, it's really fun. fun for me. I'm really bad at basketball. You're not bad. You're No, I'm really bad. It's like Hetty getting there. Yeah, yeah, Who yeah. would win, you or Hetty, in a 1v1? Put it in the comments. Put it in the comments. I'd pay good money to watch that game, actually. I would pay thousands. I would pay Aiden Geezer's... March Madness bracket winnings. I would pay however much money that was. I'm not going to say, but I know it's... How much money would you put on Hetty? Zero. Zero. Absolutely no money. Of course. You would destroy it. Maybe I should ball. Maybe I'll, you'll have to show up one time. I mean, I'm going to basketball school. Speaking of... True, true, true. You're not going for basketball. I could. It's like... I, I'll, I'm a walk-on. Red transfer. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, Max Icardi. No, not Max Icardi. That guy... Okay. Listen, I've been saying the other thing. I've been saying. Max Icardi's in, in my AP US government and politics class. And I've been saying since the beginning of the year... Max, one-on-one, and he just doesn't want to show up to the court. He's just afraid, right? He's You're a hustler. Ju- he doesn't like hustling. I'm a hustler. He looks at me, he says, that guy's a schlub, right? This is a load of poppycock. And <laughs> bleep. bleep. And, and I don't want to – I think I'm going to embarrass him. Max has no clue that my legs are cannons, and I can just – I can be wherever he is a second before he is. So if he, if he thinks he can – get past me he needs to understand that i am i am everything that he's afraid of and i i am ready to 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 strike i'm ready to pounce and i don't want to hear it ever again if anybody i'm thinking ben modiano if anybody wants to if anybody is saying you're gonna be better than me josh jackson shout out josh jackson shout out josh jackson (laughs) if anybody is trying to say that they can't that i'm not a baller memorial spalding saturday 5 p.m be there every saturday loser gets cheesed by the way we have that on here we have that on here glickman you cheesed my brother's car i did not not. i did not not. i didn't i didn't i did it what is going on with cheese what is going on with cars what is going on with the combination of them? It was an infamous picture, actually. It's you, Thomas, sitting in the car with a dog in her lap. It's, it's such a funny picture. Crusty white dog, It's yeah. such a funny picture. Dog. Shout out Milo Glickman. That's my uh, dog. He's what? a ha- He's a ha- at the Cuba. What is at your Cuba. opinion on cheese and cars? And why do you cheese Brad Wysel's car? Not cool. Cheese and cars. 
Cheese and Cars is, uh, well, tell me, we'll, we'll go through it together. We were walking Milo, my dog, because we live right next to each other. Sometimes we do that. Neighbors. We just like to get out, walk the dog, um, you know, just to get the steps in. This is where it gets serious, so I'm, I'm sorry. But um, so we walk, we're walking back because we were going to take Milo elsewhere. We were going to go to like some woodland place, like just some trail. Sometimes we go to the Sawmill Brook. The Sawmill Brook. Shout out to Sawmill Brook. It's the best place. Um, and what does Thomas see but... There's just some processed cheese all over the car. All over the car. Processed? Processed. processed. Oh my I'm talking bright. No, no, no. Justin, ultra processed. I'm it's bad. Lake, it's bad. Yellow, yellow Lake 4. <laughs> Lando Lakes. No. Craft. Like, Good Lord. I didn't, I didn't get the joke. Yeah, it's not, it was an intellectual joke. Oh. It's about... Oh. It's, oh. You know how some people are allergic Yo, to like red food coloring? Like... <laughs> this is all going can this be an extra long i would love that if you guys kept all this yeah, out we'll good, see. Good, good, good. so maybe do a, like a, a three-part episode we'll have to see so Shit, then toma and i Ooh, i would hate to do that then toma and i um <laughs> then toma and i you know we post thinking that it was just a just somebody random just some delinquent teenager we thought it was you honestly we thought it was the dynamic cast right I would I never go near your house. I did. On, on purpose. <laughs> I don't want this to be aired. Um, but, so we thought it, that's funny. <laughs> like what? <laughs> anyway, so, so. Okay, I'm, go I'm going, I'm going. You're bad news. Wow. Oh, some drama on the pod. All right, let's hear about this uh, Land of Lights butter and cheese. <laughs> um, so. The cheesing, we didn't know who it was, but then... Other victims came forward. Other victims came forward that we will not name because their privacy... privacy their their okay. Fourth Amendment rights are very important to us. So they come forward and say that we were they were cheesed, and there is a clear connection between the people. Wouldn't you say so? Uh, sure. Yes. They were, you know... Soft, yes. Soft, yes. They were pretty friendly, yes. and people that that we all had mutual friends with, right? Mm -hmm. So we narrowed it down to a few people. And then evidence that was unrefutable came forward. Someone lied under oath. Oh. Someone lied under oath. Yeah. We approached people, we spoke to them and they said, oh, I didn't do it. And then it was that. Yeah. We know it's them. We're not so, gonna name names just because they'll just deny it. How do we know it? you didn't cheese your own car to make it look like you weren't doing it? He's not that. that smart. I'm not. First of all, I'm not that smart. Not a smart guy. Second of all, I, I still have cheese oil. I have the oils of that his processed wind, cheese. His windshield wipers are broken. My windshield wipers are broken, <laughs> and the cheese on my car, is is partially there. Do you think? Do you think, that I would do that to myself, Brendan Wiesel, Justin Levy, Naden Geezer? Not a chance. Let me be honest. You talk about cheese a lot. <laughs> I do. I'm a, well, listen. That's you guys know me. You look at my build. I'm kind of schlubbish. Um, I, don't, I, I don't look like a runner, but I love cheese. Not yet. Favorite cheese? Favorite cheese. Let's go around. Let's all go around. I would say uh, like a Daya cheese. With... No, I, no that's, a, that's a very good non-dairy cheese. But um, I think... We, we start talking about cheese and you go, oh, I'll just name a non-dairy one. <laughs> you believe this um so i think my favorite cheese would be a uh oh my god my mom and i love this we get this frequently it's called a double gloucester it's a um 
I don't know what it is, but basically it's like, it's, it's with like chives and onions it's cut into it. It's delicious. Where do you obtain said cheese? Whole Foods. By the way, shout out Hattie Scully, shout out Jonah Goldfarb, shout out Skylar Shapiro. Hey, go to Whole Foods, go to the, go to the cheese bar. Like always and, go and, Whole Foods with you. Why are you never show me up? Can you believe this? Like what? Um, you never go to, I ask Brendan after practice every day, do you want to go to Whole Foods? And he never says yes. Anyway, go to the cheese bar and they will give you the best recommendations for cheese. And I know Toma likes cheese. Toma, give me your cheese. Oh, I'm a big brie fan. I just like, (laughs) uh, I'm a big fan of charcuterie boards. I like having an assortment of cheeses. Charcuterie boards, shout out charcuterie boards. They're great. (laughs) Um, I'm a big fan of like softer cheeses. So brie is definitely my fave. Cheese in all lowercase. Yeah, soft. Soft cheese. Richie's? Shout out the Great British Bake Off, by the way. There are a lot of awesome characters. Shout out Richie's 232. Uh, <laughs> oh. Brown YSL, shout out. Um, yeah, as for my favorite cheese, I'm a big fan of uh, to anyone who goes to the New England Soup Factory now and then. I'm a big fan of their tomato mozzarella sandwich. Oh, oh wait, Tom. Fantastic. You guys should... <laughs> I don't know, but you guys should. It's always go there. sold out when I go at the end of the really? day. Really? I always have to order online. Shout out Miss Chapman. She always talks about Soup Factory, and I've never seen her there, but I we should go sometime at the end of the year. That'd be fun. It's gas. But yeah. It's actually solid. Uh, yeah, well, it leads to gas. Anyways, you too. Uh, favorite cheese, you know, that's a, you know, that's a kind of a tender subject for me because I've <laughs> actually been lactose intolerant for a few oh. years now. And um, uh, he recommended a good non-dairy one. We could try. Daya, Kalamata olives. Uh, just slice it up. Gives you the perfect rubbery texture. Yeah, it's like delicious. It's awesome. Lovely. Uh, mean. I can't eat gluten, so you know I know how it feels. You can have cheese though. Isn't that non-gluten? Yeah, but it's like similar. Like you can't have cheese. I can have gluten. So, so really what? What cheese can you go for? Can well, you know, I try to stay away because. I suffer and pay the consequences when I when I do have cheese. So I mean, in terms of dairy in general, one thing that I can only recommend that's even close is chocolate milk. You know, it, it lactate free chocolate milk, pre and post meat, even pre and post runs. Maybe every during. Day. During even. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just no, it's no, just no. it's an unbreakable combo, and it, it really fuels me to do anything that I see fit. I got a quick question for you. Then I'll then I'll talk about my cheese uh, needs or uh, tastes for preferences, but. Uh, have you tried pea milk? What? <laughs> P-E-A milk. Like, you know, like the green, like the pea? Milk from Like milk. a sweet pea. Yeah. Okay. Not like... Yeah, a... Listeners, listeners. I, I won't do that type of stuff. Pea milk. You know, Brendan, I, I can't say that I have at this point in my life, but would you recommend... Have you had if you want, pea yeah, milk? If you want to come to my house, I'll give you a... We, it's, it's delicious. I'll give you a nice bowl. Uh, Gross. A bowl can, of milk? Is it, is it green? Like a cat? <laughs> I was going to say some cereal. Um, uh, like, like a cat. Now, now it tastes good with cereal. Delicious. I, wow, I have it, I have okay. it straight up. What cereal? Um, there's this big, uh, three wishes cereal I'm liking it. I just wrote it. I just, this is uh, not. I just, this, uh, so gluten free. I just wrote, pause, I just wrote an article. I just wrote an article on the Celiac Support Group newsletter about three wishes cereal made from, you guessed it, chickpeas. It's delicious. Oh, God. Okay. It's a lot of peas. Shout out chickpeas. I love, yeah. It's a lot of pea for one, uh, one meal. Shout but... out Oatly? Can we? Uh, I'm a big fan a of non-dairy products. Brandon's? 
Uh, I don't know, Mr. Lee. Mr. Lee may not love that, but yeah. <laughs> we did say some Tertullia. Shout here, out but. Andy Jassy. My dad went to high school with him. Now he's the owner of Amazon. So, yeah, very cool. Um, Jeff Bazaz. Uh, <laughs> we need we need a fact check about the pronunciation, but uh. That sounds right to me. Beezes. Okay, my favorite cheese, uh, honey goat cheese. That's all I got to say about that. Well, you took that much time for that. You took the pea milk route so you could turn back for honey goat milk? No, no, not honey goat milk, honey goat cheese. Uh, honey goat. That's my, by the way, that was my nickname in high school. <laughs> honey goat milk. Daniel, Shout honey out goat Ryan milk Sweet Lickman. Cream Hatem. Ryan Sweet. I hope you like this podcast better than the last one, bro. Ryan, <laughs> Ryan Gentle Soul Hatem. Ryan. Brian. That was one of the best moments of the season. We're doing push-up challenge. Daniel Glickman looks over, he goes, Brian. And he just goes, come over here. Talking about Ryan Hatem. I was, I was dead. I was By so the way, funny. shout out Matt, awesome guy, Ikene. Just <laughs> Matt, awesome guy. And Nico, there's a plan, Tulet. Any shout outs for you? Uh, not, not currently. Not currently. We'll have to follow up with the shout outs. I wonder what our shout-out count's going to be at the end of this episode. Too many. Maybe we got a shout-out, mean a shout-out count at the end. Yeah. That would be good. It's going to be... I don't know if we're ready for the visual aspect yet. We haven't... Yeah, I'm a big fan of video podcasts. I think they have to look at me during the podcast, so I don't know if they're going to like that. That might bring the viewership down. You've got to bring the viewership up or down if they look at me and us during the podcast. If they were looking at me and Toma, then, I mean, you guys would probably be an international... Yeah. Anyway, um, we can use you guys as a thumbnail, maybe. Uh, oh, this is not really podcast work. But uh, I got one final question. We picture. picture. We need we need to update the picture. Actually, shout out. Uh, shout out, Ballin' by Roddy Rich. That's a great song. I was gonna say the same DJ thing. Mustard. I can't believe we were about to say the same thing. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, who who are you guys? You guys were uh, gave us the first uh, feedback on the podcast. Who do you want to see in the podcast next? Ooh. Other than yourself, this has been a fantastic time. Oh, episode. thank you, thank you. I don't know about that, but it was... Um, no, I think it was a good time. That coffee is really starting to hit me now. It so is. It, it, it's... I think we should do a podcast about after this. Because <laughs> that is going to be... Aftermath. After dark. Oh. Yeah. We were, another we were, guest after dark. We were talking about some Where specials. we say poppycock and such. <laughs> An after darker, you know, maybe a live episode after truly. We'll have to see where this takes us. That would be uh, awesome. Live, live episode. episode. That live episode would be dope. I, put the new I don't even know how that would work. Maybe I'll have to talk to the Mr. and Mrs. Tertulia, but we'll see. Special guest? Okay. You get, anybody you want to shout out? Um, shout out to high school students who are making it work. Yeah. It's, hard. it's really hard and I get it. So, so anybody any any people you want to see in the podcast or you're just uh mm, some te- any do you guys have any ideas or you don't want to disclose them? Maybe some uh, some teachers. Some teachers. Teachers. Could be fun. That would be so good. And the other thing is that cuz cuz we don't have the visual aspect a lot of people don't see but we're doing um you know those things in like gymnastics where like they're stretching and they're like feet are touching and a star like we're all on the ground and um do you get what i mean shut up gymnastics i feel some serious tension between me and justin right now (laughs) the feet one foot is pushing more than the other toes are interlocked that's tough that's that is horrible we we apologize for that visual guys sorry guys that's gonna be that's gonna be that's worse than poppycock at this point poppycock poppy what now you said what 
What? What did you say? Puppycock, word of the day. Word of the day. Word of the day, fun. Word of the week, now. I think you guys should, um, this is going to be the loosest podcast you'll ever have. Like, it's going to be very all over the place, but I don't mind, because those are, no, it's good. I think people that stay for it. just have conversations. Exactly. People that stay for it are going to love it, right? Yeah. I don't don't even care the podcast from there. We're just having fun. So that's all that matters. At the end of the day, that's that's all that matters. I put that new 4Gs on the Jeep. We'll hit that out. That's copyright. I've got my peaches out in Georgia. I'm going to have a song of the week. Lots of new music releases on Friday. Oh. Sorry. I'm a big fan. What do you got? What do you got going for the new music? Uh, Doja Cat released a new song. With? With SZA. Called? Kiss Me More. Where can you find it? Damn. Uh, it's on anywhere you would stream music. It's great. It's awesome sauce. Yeah, I've been listening Kiss to this band I'll called... I'll have to uh, try that. Or listen to the song as well. I've been listening to this band called Fruit Bats. I don't know. It's, it's this album from 2009, but they have this song called uh, Being On Your Own. It's, it's so good. It's just, it's like the Beatles mixed with the birds uh, or mapache. It's running long. Don't worry, Brenda. No, I'm not worrying. I, I've been listening to a lot of death groups lately. I talked to Let's Daniel. Let's go. I've been feeling like I'm going I've a little bit off footage. the rails. I'll stay noited. I've seen footage. Shout out Glanzer. Shout out G. Shout out I really Lons. hope your, your hamstring feels better, bro. Yeah. yeah. It's tough. Injuries are hard. Um, shout out Ethan Jakunski, by the way. Maybe we'll have to get the... Uh, the small Ethan Jakunski on the podcast. <laughs> no, I don't think Ethan... Well, I think I think really you should try and get as broad of a field of guests as possible. Like, Toma and I, we definitely represent uh, the like the fun, awesome people. But you could get some other people, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shout out everyone else. Everyone deserves a shout, shout out. out. Everyone else and everything else that we haven't mentioned. Um, yeah? Yeah, we support you. We're pro-people. No, people. people are good. People are very good. For the most part. Are people good or bad well. by nature? Wow. <laughs> this is a philosophy podcast, huh? So I'm majoring in... I, I put my major down as philosophy major. Um, enough. I'm being mocked. I thought you want to be a teacher. No? You don't... Yeah, but... Uh, um, you don't major in major teaching. Well, I'm a junior. I don't know. You give me the... I don't know how this works. So you, like, major in whatever you want, and then if you want to follow a profession, then... You know, maybe, well, you don't even have to go to college to be a, to do whatever you want. That's just, you know, college is, it's just a thing. But so, I think what a lot of people do is they'll major in English or they'll major in history or they'll major in whatever. And then maybe if they want to go to grad school, they can get like a degree in education or something. Um, and they can train to be a teacher. But they have that basis of philosophy. That doesn't mean that I'm taking strictly philosophy. Um, and I don't even know that I'm going to major in that. But it's just a placeholder for now. Do you get the idea? I get the idea. Any any favorite philosophers? Oh my god! Um, so I read this. I read a lot of these. Um, yeah, just settle in. It's never good. It's never good when you start asking settle in. Name uh, by the way, this is the halfway mark. <laughs> you guys Shout out Cam Dion. This is a good warm up. <laughs> that was one of the worst. Go for it, click. Shout out Mr. Reinstein. Um, I I mean one of my favorite philosophers is uh, Shakespeare. No explanation needed. I think he's a great prose writer, uh, as well as a poet. And uh, I think plays like Hamlet, Othello, um, even you know some of the comedies, Much Ado About Nothing, uh, King Lear, are some of the most profound uh, pieces of literature philosophically. He's great. Uh, I love this phenomenologist, Wittgenstein. So confusing, but his, his ideas are 
are perplexing and they move you really. Uh, and then Nietzsche, of course, is really interesting. I think, um, I mean, Camus, <laughs> sorry. What? Anyone you don't like? Oh, oh, that I don't like? I don't like a lot of people. Um, Philosoph- philosophers. Oh, oh. Like. Uh, philosophers oh, yeah. you would consider bad news. <laughs> bad news. Bad, bad news. Bad news bears. philosopher. Um, I think, um, it's a lot of, it's a lot of flubber. It's hard, it's hard flubber with, with Robin Williams. That's a great movie. Um, I think I don't really like this, this other phenomenologist, Husserl. He's bad. And then, uh, I haven't read much of him, but, uh. Desartre, that's a guy. He's like an existentialist philosopher. Um, but I like Camus. Who cares? Like you, the point of the point of majoring in philosophy is that you don't. It's not about like picking a favorite and being like, oh, I I align with this guy's things. It's about reading it and then understanding it. You don't have to like subscribe to these things, but you read them and then you write about them and you're like, oh, I get it. I get what they're saying. Um, how is that? How is that shown in, in my life? Or what is, what, is the, uh, what is the philosophical implication of modern day society on us? Yeah? Ginebola is out. <laughs> <laughs> Ginebola is out. I'm waiting for that uh, senior junior soccer game, but uh, we're not talking about that. I'm excited for that. Ginebacast is back. All right, Ginebacast is out. Uh, if you made it to the end, good for you. Keep this whole thing in. This was a fun time. Seriously, if you guys are here, check out the Dynamicast. I was being a real, you know. If you're here, you got to come up to me, come, come up to us and let us know, man. We we really love you and, and support you. Uh, share it all my family members who are probably going to make it this far, but that's about it. I was being I was being hard on these guys, but they're great people. I love them all. Come to the Dynamicast. Ask to be on it. They will probably get you on it. It's awesome. You guys should make like a Google form for people to people. fill out. Ooh, that's a great idea. This might be the best idea of the whole podcast. You guys should take it to France. Denevacast is out. Season 3, episode 2. That's a wrap. Guys, make sure to stay hydrated as well. You know, just a good touching note. Good call, Justin. Yeah, thank you guys. Peace. Peace.